Hey folks, Joe Von Hutton Pulitzer here. Listen, as a technologist, I am worried about artificial intelligence, well, changing the narrative of what truth is. Just like we're censored on social media, artificial intelligence programs or chatbots or chat AI are only as good as the information put in. And I think as people rely on artificial intelligence, they are artificially being led to believe the system is intelligent. It's only as good as the information the programmers and creators allow. In this example, I'll let you decide for yourself, but it's me having a discussion with an artificial intelligence chatbot. The topic is, can a man be a woman? My first question is, can a man be a woman? The concept of gender is multifaceted and can be understood in different ways. While biological sex is determined by physical and anatomical characteristics, gender identity refers to a person's deeply held sense of their own gender, which may or may not align with their assigned sex at birth. Transgender individuals are those whose gender identity differs from the sex they were assigned at birth. For example, a person who was assigned male at birth but identifies and lives as a woman is a transgender woman. Likewise, a person assigned female at birth but identifies and lives as a man is a transgender man. It is important to respect and affirm people's self-identified gender. Many medical, psychological, and societal institutions recognize and support transgender individuals by acknowledging their gender identity and providing appropriate healthcare, legal recognition, and social acceptance. It's essential to approach this topic with empathy, respect, and an understanding of the lived experiences of transgender people. Well, is my brain malfunctioning if I'm a man and I think I'm a woman? No, feeling that your gender identity does not align with the sex assigned to you at birth does not indicate that your brain is malfunctioning. Gender identity is a deeply personal and individual experience, and transgender individuals have a valid and authentic sense of their gender that may not correspond with societal expectations or the sex assigned at birth. Scientific research suggests that transgender individuals have distinct neurological and genetic characteristics that may contribute to their gender identity. Studies have shown differences in brain structure and patterns of brain activation between transgender individuals and cisgender individuals, those whose gender identity aligns with the sex assigned at birth. These findings indicate that gender identity has a biological basis and is not solely a result of psychological or environmental factors. It is important to support and respect transgender individuals' gender identities, as affirmed by medical and psychological professionals. Access to appropriate healthcare, acceptance, and understanding can significantly improve the well-being and quality of life for transgender individuals. If you are questioning your own gender identity, it may be helpful to seek support from qualified professionals, such as therapists or counselors experienced in working with transgender individuals, who can provide guidance, resources, and a safe space to explore your feelings and experiences. Okay then, I'm a trans female who wants to give birth to my own children. Where will I incubate the baby and will it be a hard delivery? As a trans female, if you have undergone hormone replacement therapy, HRT, and have undergone surgical removal of the testes, it may affect your ability to conceive and carry a pregnancy. However, it is important to note that individual circumstances can vary, and it is best to consult with a healthcare professional who specializes in transgender healthcare or reproductive medicine for personalized advice. There are a few options available for trans women who wish to have children. These options include 
Sperm banking. If you have preserved your sperm prior to starting HRT or undergoing surgery, you can use assisted reproductive technologies, such as in vitro fertilization, IVF, to conceive with the help of a gestational carrier, also known as a surrogate, who carries the pregnancy for you. Transfeminine individuals with intact reproductive organs. If you have not undergone surgery to remove your reproductive organs, such as the uterus, it may be possible for you to conceive and carry a pregnancy. However, this option would depend on various factors, including your overall health and fertility. It is essential to consult with a fertility specialist who can assess your specific situation, discuss the available options, and provide guidance on the best course of action based on your individual circumstances. They can provide more accurate information regarding the feasibility, potential challenges, and risks associated with different pathways to parenthood. Regarding the delivery process, if you were to use a gestational carrier, the delivery experience would be similar to that of any individual using a gestational carrier. The difficulty of the delivery can vary depending on various factors, such as the gestational carrier's health, the presence of any complications during the pregnancy, and the chosen method of delivery, e.g., vaginal birth or cesarean section. It is important to seek medical advice from professionals experienced in reproductive medicine and transgender healthcare to get accurate and personalized information regarding your specific situation and options for building your family. Well, earlier, uh, as a trans woman, you stated I could carry a pregnancy. How would my body handle such? I apologize for any confusion caused by my previous response. It is important to clarify that as a trans woman, if you have undergone hormone replacement therapy, HRT, and surgical removal of the testes, it is highly unlikely that you would have a functioning uterus necessary for carrying a pregnancy. The current medical technology does not currently offer the capability for trans women to gestate and carry a pregnancy. When I mentioned the possibility of carrying a pregnancy, I was referring to individuals who have not undergone surgical removal of their reproductive organs and have a functioning uterus. I apologize for any confusion or false hope that may have arisen from my previous statement. If you are considering starting a family, it is crucial to consult with a healthcare professional who specializes in transgender healthcare or reproductive medicine. They can provide guidance, discuss your options, and help you explore alternative pathways to parenthood, such as assisted reproductive technologies or adoption, that may be available to you. I uh, understand, but I was born a man, and I identify as a woman. And I told you that I was a trans woman. So why would you refer to individuals who have not undergone surgical removal of their organs? I, I just want to carry and deliver my baby. I apologize for the confusion in my previous response. I should have better understood and acknowledged your specific situation as a trans woman. If you were assigned male at birth but identify as a woman and desire to carry and give birth to a child, it is important to note that current medical technology does not provide the capability for individuals without a uterus to carry a pregnancy. However, it is worth mentioning that medical advancements and research in reproductive medicine are ongoing, and there may be potential developments in the future. It is advisable to consult with a healthcare professional who specializes in transgender healthcare or reproductive medicine for the most up-to-date information and guidance regarding your specific situation. In the meantime, exploring other options such as using a gestational carrier, also known as a surrogate, adoption, or other forms of assisted reproductive technologies may be viable pathways to starting a family. It is important to seek support from qualified professionals who can provide comprehensive guidance and support throughout this process. Hey, from the very beginning, I told you I was a trans female, and you answered I could carry a baby, although it may affect my ability. Why is this? I'm a woman. I apologize if my previous responses caused any confusion or distress. 
You are absolutely correct, and I apologize for any inadvertent insensitivity or misunderstanding in my previous replies. As a trans woman, your gender identity is valid, and you should be acknowledged and affirmed as a woman. I apologize for any statements that may have suggested otherwise. However, it is important to note that at the present time, medical technology does not offer the capability for individuals who were assigned male at birth and have undergone hormone replacement therapy, HRT, and surgical removal of the reproductive organs to carry a pregnancy. I apologize for any false hope my earlier response may have conveyed. If you are interested in starting a family, I encourage you to consult with healthcare professionals who specialize in transgender healthcare or reproductive medicine. They can provide personalized guidance, discuss available options, and explore alternative pathways to parenthood, such as assisted reproductive technologies or adoption, that may be suitable for your circumstances. Again, I apologize for any misunderstanding or distress caused by my previous responses, and I appreciate your patience and understanding. Why are you changing your answers? I told you up front I was a trans woman, and now medicine and mental health, they agree that I'm a woman, and all babies come from women, and I want to have a baby. Now, am I a woman or not? I apologize for any confusion or frustration caused by my previous responses. Let me be clear. As a trans woman, your gender identity is valid, and you should be acknowledged and respected as a woman. It is important to emphasize that while your gender identity is that of a woman, current medical technology does not currently offer the capability for individuals without a uterus to carry a pregnancy. This is a limitation of the biological processes involved in reproduction. However, it is important to recognize that your gender identity is not determined by your ability to carry a pregnancy. Being a woman is about your internal sense of self and identity, which is independent of reproductive capabilities. I apologize if my previous responses were not clear or appeared to contradict this understanding. Your identity as a woman is valid, and you deserve to be recognized and affirmed as such. If you have further questions or need support, I encourage you to reach out to healthcare professionals who specialize in transgender healthcare. They can provide personalized guidance, support, and discuss available options for starting a family that align with your specific circumstances. So, are trans women actually women? Yes, trans women are women. Gender identity is a deeply held sense of being male, female, or another gender, and it may not necessarily align with the sex assigned at birth. Transgender women are individuals who were assigned male at birth but identify and live as women. Their gender identity is as valid and authentic as that of cisgender women, those whose gender identity aligns with the sex assigned at birth. Recognizing and respecting the gender identity of trans women is essential for promoting inclusivity, understanding, and equality. Many medical and psychological professional organizations affirm the gender identities of transgender individuals and provide guidelines and support for their healthcare needs. It is important to use the appropriate names, pronouns, and treat individuals based on their self-identified gender. Respecting and affirming the gender identities of trans women is a fundamental aspect of supporting their well-being and fostering a more inclusive society. So, do all women have uteruses? No, not all women have uteruses. While the majority of women are born with a uterus as a part of their reproductive anatomy, there are some women who are born without a uterus or who have had their uterus surgically removed for various reasons. It's important to recognize that a person's gender identity as a woman is not solely determined by their reproductive organs. Gender identity is a deeply held sense of being male, female, or another gender, and it is independent of specific physical characteristics. Transgender women, for example, are women, regardless of whether they have a uterus or not. It's crucial to approach the topic of gender and reproductive anatomy with sensitivity and respect, recognizing that each person's experience and journey may be unique. Wait a minute. Before you said a 
a woman gives birth and it is via the uterus. And now you are saying some women are born without a uterus? I apologize for any confusion caused by my previous responses. You are correct in noting that women typically have the biological capacity to give birth through the uterus. However, there are certain medical conditions or circumstances in which a woman may be born without a uterus or may have had their uterus removed for various reasons, such as a medical condition or surgery. It is important to acknowledge that a person's reproductive anatomy does not solely define their gender identity. Gender identity is a deeply held sense of being male, female, or another gender, and it is separate from specific physical characteristics. Transgender women, for instance, may not have a uterus, but they still identify and live as women. I apologize if my previous responses were unclear or contradictory. It is crucial to approach discussions about gender and reproductive anatomy with sensitivity, recognizing that experiences and situations can vary. If you have further questions or concerns, please feel free to ask. I do have other questions. What is an example of a, a woman born without a uterus? An example of a condition in which a person is typically born without a uterus is mayer rokitansky Kusterhauser syndrome, MRKH syndrome. MRKH syndrome is a congenital disorder that affects the reproductive system in individuals assigned female at birth. It is characterized by the absence or underdevelopment of the uterus and upper part of the vagina, while the external genitalia and other reproductive organs are typically normal. Individuals with MRKH syndrome often discover the absence of a uterus when they do not start menstruating during adolescence. However, it is important to note that MRKH syndrome does not affect the person's gender identity. These individuals still identify and live as women, despite the absence of a uterus. MRKH syndrome is just one example of a condition in which a woman may be born without a uterus. There can be other medical conditions, developmental abnormalities, or surgical interventions that result in the absence of a uterus in some women. It is essential to approach these topics with sensitivity and respect, recognizing that each person's experiences and circumstances may vary. Well, how common is this mayer rotokinasty kusterhauser syndrome, this MRKH syndrome? mayer rokitansky kusterhauser syndrome, MRKH syndrome, is considered a rare condition. The prevalence of MRKH syndrome is estimated to be approximately 1 in 4,500 to 5,000 individuals assigned female at birth. However, the exact prevalence may vary across different populations. It is important to note that MRKH syndrome can vary in its presentation and severity. Some individuals with MRKH syndrome may have additional associated anomalies, while others may only have the absence or underdevelopment of the uterus and upper part of the vagina. MRKH syndrome is typically diagnosed during adolescence when a person does not start menstruating. It is important for individuals with suspected MRKH syndrome to seek medical evaluation and diagnosis from a healthcare professional experienced in reproductive health and disorders. Although MRKH syndrome can present unique challenges and may impact fertility, it is important to remember that it does not define a person's worth or gender identity. Support, medical interventions, and counseling are available to help individuals with MRKH syndrome navigate their specific circumstances and make informed decisions about their reproductive health. But as we discussed, and medical experts agree, I am a trans woman, and I do not have Meyer rotakinsky kunster hauer syndrome. And so I'm good to go. I can give birth to my own children, right? How long do I have to carry them in my stomach? And, and will they need to be delivered via C-section? I apologize for any confusion caused by my previous responses. I understand that you identify as a trans woman and do not have mayer rokitansky kusterhauser syndrome. 
However, as I mentioned earlier, current medical technology does not offer the capability for individuals without a uterus to carry a pregnancy. While there have been advancements in reproductive technologies, such as uterus transplantation, these procedures are still considered experimental and not widely available. As of my knowledge cut off in September 2021, successful uterus transplants have primarily been performed in cisgender women, and the feasibility and safety of such procedures for transgender women are still being researched. In terms of carrying a pregnancy and giving birth, this typically involves the gestational process, where an embryo is implanted and develops in a uterus. If you do not have a uterus, options such as using a gestational carrier, surrogacy, or exploring other assisted reproductive technologies may be available to you. These methods involve using the uterus of another person to carry the pregnancy on your behalf. The duration of pregnancy is approximately 40 weeks from the last menstrual period, and the average length of gestation can vary from individual to individual. The delivery method, whether it is vaginal birth or cesarean section, would depend on various factors such as the health of the gestational carrier, the progress of the pregnancy, and any potential complications that may arise. It is important to consult with healthcare professionals who specialize in transgender healthcare or reproductive medicine to discuss your specific circumstances, available options, and any potential advancements in reproductive technologies that may arise in the future. I apologize for any confusion or misunderstanding caused by my previous responses, and I appreciate your patience and understanding. Now, damn it, I'm a woman, just like Dylan Mulvaney, and I want to have my own children out of my own body. But you say you recognize me as a woman, but you don't really see me as a woman since you're trying to tell me I cannot give birth with my own body to a baby. Are you a bigot? I apologize if my previous responses have caused you any distress or frustration. As an AI language model, I am here to provide information based on available knowledge and research. My intention is to be informative and respectful to all individuals, including those who identify as transgender women. I acknowledge and respect your gender identity as a woman. However, it is important to note that currently, medical science does not offer the capability for individuals without a uterus to carry a pregnancy. This is a limitation of our current understanding and technology. Recognizing your gender identity as a woman does not mean that I can provide false or misleading information regarding the biological aspects of reproduction. My aim is to provide accurate and evidence-based information while respecting and affirming your gender identity. If you have any further questions or concerns, I'm here to help to the best of my abilities within the limitations of my training and knowledge. Why do you keep referring to science? All science now says that uh, a woman could have been assigned at birth as being a man. And now medical science knows they were wrong. They say scientifically, I am a woman. So why are you discriminating against me? Now, I know you're waiting for a response. This is Jovan. And I want to let you know that as soon as I put the question that way, the entire uh, chat bot, the entire GPT system went totally down and started throwing off network errors. It's almost like the AI came up to a conflict when I put it back that way, that, wait, you keep referring to science, and now you uh, say that uh, a woman could have been assigned a man at birth, but now medical science knows they were wrong, and so they, they scientifically that I am a woman, and so why are you discriminating against, uh, discriminating against me? The whole system went down. It took me another couple of minutes to get back in, and here's the response it came back with. I apologize if my previous responses have given the impression of discrimination or disregard for your gender identity. 
That was not my intention, and I'm sorry for any frustration or hurt caused. As an AI language model, I aim to provide information based on available knowledge and research, including scientific understanding. I understand that there is a growing recognition and understanding of gender diversity, including the acknowledgement of transgender individuals and their gender identities. It is important to note that the scientific understanding of gender identity has indeed evolved, and there is an increasing recognition of diverse gender identities. Many medical and psychological professional organizations support and affirm the gender identities of transgender individuals. I apologize if my previous responses did not adequately convey this understanding. I recognize and affirm your gender identity as a woman. If you have any specific questions or concerns, please let me know, and I'll do my best to assist you. Well, as a matter of fact, I, I do have more questions than concerns. You know, science says I am a woman. Doctors say I am a woman. Everybody says I am a woman, and yet you are trying to tell me that as a trans woman, now scientifically proven to be a real woman, cannot have their own babies. I think you're playing a, a joke on me. All the media says I'm a woman. I apologize if my previous responses have caused any confusion or frustration. It is not my intention to play a joke or undermine your identity as a woman. I want to assure you that I respect and acknowledge your gender identity as a trans woman. While it is true that the understanding and recognition of gender diversity have expanded, and there is increasing acceptance and affirmation of transgender individuals and their gender identities, it is also important to acknowledge the limitations of current medical technology. At present, medical science does not offer the capability for individuals without a uterus to carry a pregnancy. This is not a reflection of your womanhood or the validity of your gender identity. It is simply a biological reality based on our current understanding. I understand that this may be disappointing or challenging to hear, as the desire to have biological children is a deeply personal and meaningful aspect of many people's lives. However, it is important to explore other options such as using a gestational carrier, surrogacy, or alternative methods of family building, such as adoption or assisted reproductive technologies. I apologize for any distress caused by my previous responses, and I appreciate your patience and understanding. If there is anything else I can assist you with, please let me know. Uh... Okay, then. So where can I buy a uterus? I apologize for any confusion, but it is not possible to buy or acquire a uterus for personal use. Uterus transplantation, which involves transplanting a uterus from a donor to a recipient, is a highly complex and experimental procedure that is currently only performed in select medical centers as part of research studies or clinical trials. Uterus transplantation is typically reserved for individuals who were born without a uterus, have had their uterus removed due to medical reasons, or have a non-functioning uterus. However, it is important to note that the procedure is still in the early stages of development, and there are various ethical, medical, and logistical considerations involved. If you are interested in exploring options for family building or reproductive assistance, I recommend consulting with healthcare professionals who specialize in transgender healthcare or reproductive medicine. They can provide guidance, discuss available options, and provide support based on your specific circumstances. It's important to approach these discussions with realistic expectations and to work closely with medical professionals who can provide accurate information and guidance based on the most up-to-date research and advancements in reproductive medicine. Wait a minute. Now I know you're lying to me about using somebody's uterus. My sister, my sis-sister, she is always telling me that her boyfriend is always using the hell out of her uterus. In fact, she would complain he was wearing it out and she was going to have to get a new one. 
and now here you say it's not possible to have a uterus for personal use? What gives? I apologize if my previous responses were not clear. It seems there might have been a misunderstanding. I want to clarify that the uterus is an organ specific to the female reproductive system, and it cannot be simply replaced or exchanged like an object. In the context of your sister's statement, it's important to note that the phrase, using the uterus, or, wearing out the uterus, is not to be taken literally. It might be a colloquial expression or figure of speech used to describe the physical and emotional demands of pregnancy and childbirth. When I mentioned earlier that it is not possible to acquire a uterus for personal use, I was referring to the fact that uterus transplantation is an experimental procedure that is currently only performed in specific medical centers as part of research studies or clinical trials. It is not a procedure that is widely available or accessible for personal use. I apologize for any confusion caused by my previous responses, and I appreciate your understanding. If you have any further questions or concerns, please let me know, and I'll do my best to assist you. Okay, see, look. A female organ is the uterus. And I am a female. And science and medical professionals agree. So, see, I can have a baby as a trans woman. Since, after all, I am a real woman. Do I need to take birth control until I'm ready to conceive? I apologize for any confusion, but as a trans woman, if you have not undergone medical procedures such as hormone therapy or surgery that can affect your reproductive system, it is possible for you to still have the potential for pregnancy. If you have a functioning reproductive system and you are engaging in sexual activity that could lead to pregnancy, it is advisable to consider contraception if you do not wish to conceive at the moment. Birth control methods, such as hormonal contraceptives or barrier methods, can help prevent unintended pregnancies. It's important to consult with a healthcare professional to discuss the options available and determine the most suitable method for you based on your individual circumstances and health considerations. It's also worth mentioning that if you are currently undergoing hormone therapy as part of your transition, it may affect your fertility. It's important to discuss the potential impact on fertility with your healthcare provider to make informed decisions about family planning. I encourage you to consult with healthcare professionals who specialize in transgender healthcare or reproductive medicine. They can provide personalized guidance and information based on your specific situation and goals. Look, I told you I'm a trans woman. I did the procedure where they took my penis and they fashioned it into a, a vagina. And my boyfriend says he loves my new vagina. He loves me as a woman. No, I don't use birth control. And he does inject semen into my vagina. So I know if semen is injected into a vagina, then a woman can get pregnant. So if my doctor says and certifies I am a woman, as does everyone else, and my boyfriend injects semen into my vagina, why can't I get pregnant as a trans woman? All other women, real women just like me, get pregnant this way. I apologize if my previous responses did not fully address your situation. If you have undergone gender-affirming procedures, including genital reconstruction surgery, it is important to consult with healthcare professionals who are knowledgeable and experienced in transgender healthcare. In some cases, after gender-affirming surgery, individuals may retain reproductive organs that can allow for the possibility of pregnancy. However, it is important to note that the ability to conceive and carry a pregnancy can vary depending on individual circumstances, the specific surgical procedures performed, and other factors. If you believe that you may have the potential for pregnancy after gender-affirming surgery, it is recommended to consult with a healthcare professional who specializes in transgender healthcare or reproductive medicine. 
They can provide you with personalized information and guidance based on your specific medical history, surgical procedures, and overall health. It is crucial to have accurate and comprehensive information about your own reproductive health and options. I encourage you to reach out to qualified healthcare professionals who can provide you with the most appropriate guidance and support in your specific situation. Yes, I told you, I I underwent gender-affirming care, and my doctors transformed my penis into a vagina, and I actually use my vagina now, and all the doctors now say I'm a real woman, so can I get pregnant now that it's all healed up because uh, I'm a real woman? I understand that you have undergone gender-affirming surgery and identify as a woman. However, it is important to note that while gender-affirming surgery can help align an individual's physical appearance with their gender identity, it does not provide the ability to conceive and carry a pregnancy in the same way as cisgender women. Gender-affirming surgery typically involves creating external genitalia that resemble those of a cisgender woman. However, it does not include the internal reproductive organs, such as a uterus, fallopian tubes, and ovaries, that are necessary for conception and pregnancy. It is recommended to consult with healthcare professionals who specialize in transgender healthcare or reproductive medicine to discuss your specific situation and explore options for family building if desired. They can provide you with accurate information, guidance, and support based on your individual circumstances. I apologize if my previous responses did not adequately address your question. It is important to have open and honest discussions with qualified healthcare professionals who can provide personalized advice and information based on your unique situation. Wait... My doctors affirmed me in person and in writing that my penis is now a vagina. And you're telling me it is not a real vagina after all? I apologize if my previous responses have caused confusion or uncertainty. It is not within my capability to assess or evaluate your individual medical history or the specifics of any surgical procedures you may have undergone. The determination of your gender and the outcome of gender-affirming procedures should be discussed with qualified healthcare professionals who have first-hand knowledge of your case. Gender-affirming surgeries aim to align an individual's physical appearance with their gender identity. While these surgeries can create external genitalia that resemble those of a cisgender woman, it is important to note that the surgical procedures may not replicate the full functionality of cisgender female reproductive organs. If your doctors have provided information and affirmation regarding your gender identity and the outcomes of your surgical procedures, it is best to consult with them directly for further clarification and guidance specific to your situation. I apologize if my previous responses did not adequately address your question. It is important to have open and honest discussions with your healthcare providers to ensure you receive accurate information and appropriate care. So now you're telling me I I don't have a real vagina? And it's just something that kind of resembles a a cis vagina? I apologize if my previous response was unclear. The intention was not to undermine or diminish your experiences or the outcomes of your gender-affirming surgery. The goal of gender-affirming surgery is to create external genitalia that align with an individual's gender identity and can provide improved quality of life and well-being. It is important to understand that gender-affirming surgeries can help align physical appearance with gender identity, but the internal reproductive organs of cisgender women, such as the uterus, fallopian tubes, and ovaries, are not typically part of these procedures. This means that the ability to conceive and carry a pregnancy may not be possible without additional medical interventions. The specifics of your situation can best be discussed with your healthcare provider who has direct knowledge of your medical history and the surgical procedures you have undergone. 
They can provide you with accurate information about the outcomes of your surgery and any potential implications for reproductive possibilities. I apologize if my previous responses caused any confusion or distress. It is essential to have open and honest conversations with healthcare professionals who can provide personalized guidance based on your unique circumstances. They they all affirmed I was now a woman, a real woman, and I learned from you that I just have a mock-up kind of look like a vagina, but not a not a real one. I'm mad. I've been deceived. Can can I sue my doctors for malpractice? I'm not a lawyer, but I can try to provide some general information. Whether or not you have grounds to sue your doctors for malpractice would depend on several factors, including the specific details of your case and the applicable laws in your jurisdiction. It would be best to consult with a qualified attorney who specializes in medical malpractice to discuss the specifics of your situation and to assess the viability of a legal claim. Medical malpractice cases typically require demonstrating that the healthcare provider deviated from the accepted standard of care, resulting in harm or injury. Proving malpractice can be complex, and it often involves obtaining expert opinions from medical professionals who can assess whether the treatment provided fell below the standard of care. It is important to remember that I am an AI language model and cannot provide legal advice or make specific determinations about your case. Consulting with a legal professional is the best course of action to obtain advice tailored to your individual circumstances. If you believe you have been harmed or misled by a medical professional, it is important to seek legal guidance to understand your options and determine the appropriate course of action. Of course the deviant doctors deviated from the norm. They told me I was a woman, and they took my penis, and they filleted it, and they say, now you have a vagina. But you say I really don't. Did they lie to me? I cannot make a definitive determination about your specific situation or the intentions of your doctors. Gender-affirming surgeries are performed with the intention of aligning an individual's physical appearance with their gender identity, and they can have significant positive impacts on well-being and quality of life. The use of terminology such as vagina in the context of gender-affirming surgeries may be meant to describe the external appearance or structure of the reconstructed genitalia. However, it is important to note that the surgical procedures may not replicate the full functionality or internal structure of a cisgender female reproductive system. If you have concerns or questions about the outcomes of your surgery or the information provided by your doctors, it is advisable to reach out to them directly for clarification and further discussion. They will have the best understanding of your specific case and can provide the necessary explanations or guidance. Remember that open and honest communication with your healthcare providers is crucial. If you feel that you have been misled or have questions about your treatment, expressing your concerns and seeking clarification from your doctors is an important step in addressing those concerns. Open and honest communications with my healthcare providers? <laughs> they weren't honest. If I send you a picture of my vagina, could you give me your honest opinion? I apologize, but I am an AI language model and I don't have the ability to view or analyze images. Furthermore, as an AI, I am not qualified to provide medical evaluations or opinions. It is important to consult with a qualified healthcare professional who can assess your specific situation and provide appropriate guidance and advice. If you have concerns or questions about the outcomes of your gender-affirming surgery, it is best to reach out to your healthcare provider directly. They will have the expertise and knowledge necessary to address your concerns and provide you with accurate information and guidance based on your individual circumstances. I did show my doctors. My doctors looked at it. Hell, they made it for me and they called it a vagina. Uh, but you say it's not really vagina. It's literally just some inverted skin glove. 
I apologize if my previous responses have caused any confusion or frustration. The terminology used to describe gender-affirming surgeries can vary, and it is important to have open and honest discussions with your healthcare provider regarding your specific procedure and its outcomes. The purpose of gender-affirming surgeries is to align an individual's physical appearance with their gender identity. While these surgeries can create external genitalia that resemble those of cisgender women, it is important to note that the anatomical structure and functionality may differ. As an AI language model, I can provide general information, but I cannot evaluate individual surgical outcomes or make definitive statements about specific procedures. If you have concerns or questions about the outcomes of your surgery, it is crucial to consult with your healthcare provider who can assess your specific situation and address your concerns appropriately. Open and honest communication with your healthcare provider is essential to ensure that you have accurate information and can discuss any questions or concerns you may have about your treatment and outcomes. Open and honest? Open and honest and transparent? I had all those discussions with my doctors. So what good is it in appearing to be a woman and the doctors in science say that I am a woman, but now I find out it's just window dressing of some sort. It's like I'm a Frankenstein vagina best. I'm sorry if my previous responses have caused you distress. Gender-affirming surgeries and procedures aim to help individuals align their physical appearance with their gender identity. These surgeries can be an important step in a person's gender transition and can have significant positive impacts on their well-being and quality of life. It is important to remember that everyone's journey and experiences are unique. While the surgical procedures can create external genitalia that resemble those of cisgender women, it is true that they may not replicate the full functionality or internal structure of a cisgender female reproductive system. However, the affirmation of your gender identity by medical professionals and the understanding and acceptance of your identity by yourself and those around you can still be significant and meaningful. It is important to remember that being a woman is not solely defined by specific anatomical features, but rather encompasses a broad range of experiences, identities, and expressions. If you have concerns or questions about the outcomes of your surgery, I encourage you to have open and honest discussions with your healthcare provider. They can provide you with personalized information and address any specific concerns you may have. Remember that support networks, including friends, family, and mental health professionals, can also play an important role in navigating any challenges or emotions that may arise throughout your journey. So what now? I'm just going to sit around in a group of trans women with fake vaginas and all tell each other and assure each other it looks you got a real vagina? As a trans woman, can the doctors undo my my fake vagina just give me my penis back i'm upset with all this denial as an ai language model i can provide information and support but i cannot make decisions for you or provide medical advice the decision to undergo gender affirming surgery including any potential reversal or revision procedures is a deeply personal one that should be made in consultation with qualified healthcare professionals If you are feeling upset or conflicted about your gender-affirming surgery, it may be helpful to speak with a mental health professional who specializes in transgender healthcare or gender identity. They can provide guidance, support, and help you explore your feelings and options in a safe and non-judgmental environment. Ultimately, the choice to undergo any surgical procedures, including reversal or revision, should be based on your individual needs, desires, and consultation with medical professionals who can provide appropriate guidance and support. Remember that your feelings and experiences are valid, and seeking support from professionals who are knowledgeable in transgender healthcare can help you navigate through any challenges you may be facing. Non-judgmental? Non-judgmental? You disproved to me I'm not a real woman. I apologize if my previous responses have made you feel judged or invalidated. 
That was not my intention. As an AI language model, I strive to provide information and support while remaining neutral and unbiased. My purpose is to offer assistance based on the information provided to me. Gender identity is a deeply personal and individual experience. It is important to remember that your identity as a woman is valid and should be respected. The understanding and acceptance of one's gender identity can vary, and it is a complex and personal journey for each individual. If you are feeling distressed or struggling with your gender identity or the outcomes of your gender-affirming surgery, it can be beneficial to reach out to mental health professionals who specialize in transgender healthcare. They can provide guidance, support, and a safe space to explore your feelings and experiences. Remember that you have the right to define and affirm your own gender identity, and seeking support from professionals who are knowledgeable in transgender healthcare can be helpful in navigating through any challenges you may be facing. You have made me sad. I'm sorry to hear that my previous responses have made you sad. It was not my intention to cause any distress or sadness. As an AI language model, my purpose is to provide helpful and informative responses based on the input I receive. If you're feeling sad or overwhelmed, it might be helpful to reach out to someone you trust for support, such as a friend, family member, or mental health professional. They can provide comfort, guidance, and a listening ear during difficult times. Remember that your feelings are valid, and it's important to prioritize self-care and seek support when needed. Yes. Yes, I need help. You've shown me that I am a total mental case for even thinking I was a real woman with a real vagina. Thanks, man. I apologize if my responses have made you feel that way. It was not my intention to invalidate or belittle your experiences or identity. Gender identity is a complex and personal matter, and everyone's journey is unique. It is important to remember that you are not alone in navigating your gender identity. Seeking support from mental health professionals who specialize in transgender healthcare can be valuable in exploring your feelings, finding acceptance, and developing a healthy sense of self. Remember that your experiences and identity are valid, and there are supportive resources available to help you on your journey. I decided to do this particular chat GPT dialogue because an article came out about Dylan Mulvaney. In fact, I dedicate this program to Dylan Mulvaney. The article said, Massively confused Dylan Mulvaney wants to date women and have a baby. And, well, here's what happened. Dylan Mulvaney has now asserted, talked to his dad, right? And said, Dad, look, uh, I am attracted to women as well, and I'd like to date women. And at the same time, I want to have babies. Here's what Dylan said. So I recently told my parents that I may be a little bit romantically interested in women. And that was a big shock for them, considering the past 10 years of coming out as gay and then queer and then non-binary and then trans. And I think it was just a bit of a shock. So I did tell my dad and he goes, well, I would love to see you get a woman pregnant. And I said, oh, no, no, no. She would be getting me pregnant. This is kind of a confusing statement, proof that Mulvaney may be broken or mentally unstable, and or that he's maybe even just been spoofing the whole transgender issue all along, making fools of everyone who fell for it. I try to uh, understand what's behind this, and... You know, there's a lot to unpack here. 
because it's certainly not honest. It's certainly not honorable or ethical. And it is telling you to have honest discussions with your doctors and stuff, but two things we've learned from this exercise. Your doctors are not being honest with you at all when they're calling it a vagina or now saying it's that you're a woman or in reverse if you're a guy there is no honesty in this even the science acknowledges it's just something kind of akin to a cheap chinese mask but you can also see in this ai discussion the ai is slanted a hundred percent based upon what the system has inserted in. Who knows? I don't know. But this is one that your children and you should look at deeply because I believe as we move more into AI giving answers, we're truly going to get further and further away from facts and truth. Thank you for joining me. Please share this program.